everybody. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, your favorite podcast about your least favorite books, movies, and this month TV shows. For the month of October, we're watching new TV shows. It's October premiere month here on the podcast. This week, we have been watching The Beautiful Life, a show so good they canceled it before they aired it. <laughs> this a show so unpopular, it's trying to invent a term, cult flop. That's what they're looking for. <laughs> it's really unpopular among the ten people that heard of it. But be- before I get ahead of myself, let me introduce to you my wonderful compatriots here with me today. First, he used to be a top supermodel in New York, but a pregnancy knocked him out of the game. Will he be able to make his comeback, ladies and gentlemen? Chris. Hi, it's great to be here. I've never been gone. (laughs) Also joining me tonight, he's a slightly homophobic hottie straight from the farms of Iowa. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for Ezra. Oh, don't touch my hair. (laughs) I wouldn't. (laughs) Hi. I'm a funky-teethed, fresh face, hot on the scene, but don't mess with me or I just might blackmail you back to where you came from. My (laughs) name is Alex. I'm 16. That's what I am. I'm only 16. Wait, you're really 17. (laughs) Why are you lying? (laughs) Like I said, we're we're watching The Beautiful Life this week. And like every week, we start out by uh, complimenting the show. And we'll end by complimenting the show. Compliment sandwich, if you will. Tonight, Ezra's going to be kicking it off for us. Ezra, what have you got to say that is positive about The Beautiful Life? (laughs) No one is currently at risk of watching it on TV. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, (laughs) Now with super safe cancellation features. (laughs) Yeah, just don't let your child run into this show on live TV. (laughs) Okay, I got something. I'm pretty sure I have something. Oh, right. Being the second episode... There's a great uh, moment making fun of the stupidity of models um, it, where one of the models asks, uh, do any of you actually know what irony means? Yeah, he does. <laughs> that uh, part was, made me feel really uncomfortable, actually. Oh, this just got too real. Maybe I'm a model. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the real reason it made me uncomfortable because I was like, this is totally a show about models, and it seems like the writers might hate models. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's really awkward to sit through. Yeah, that leads directly into my compliment, which was about the writing. That it was <laughs> it was so self aware that it actually only gave itself two weeks. There are a couple <laughs> there, there are a couple so you got new you got Hick Farm Boy in the big city gets discovered and he says, Hey dad, I want to stay here and be a model and the dad's like, Okay, I'll only hold your job for, for two, two weeks, weeks if you don't make it. <laughs> It's out. <laughs> and then they, he totally didn't make it. And he totally didn't make it. <laughs> ah! Like the writers were like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, we're not trying anymore. <laughs> At one point uh, where the models were making fun of each other similarly, but in this case, uh, the less popular models were complaining about the more popular models. And uh, my favorite character on the show uh, is Sassy British model. <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Yeah, what's her name? Marissa. They're on a shoot for Versace where Hot Girl is pa- playing uh, Cinderella and they're playing her stepsisters. And first she says that she refers to the pretty girl and says she should have been one of the evil step sluts, uh, which I thought, or wicked step sluts, which is a great construction. And then also she later, instead of her highness, referred to her as her heinous, which yes. is sort of like wordplay. 
Or maybe she just mispronounced the words on the page. I think it's maybe just she British, is British pronunciation, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, and she also she also has this line. Don't forget that she also says, "Yes, way to sleep your way to the middle." That was good. <laughs> it's also good. She's just she is she is a one she's a one woman sass machine. <laughs> <laughs> Put in coke, get out sass. <laughs> it's a really efficient machine for doing that. <laughs> But sleeping your way to the middle sounds like a really wonderful way to have a lot of sex and a pretty decent career. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. (laughs) Not the worst thing that could ever happen to somebody. No, I mean, you get benefits, I bet. And and I think we should talk about uh, that relationship soon. But there is a cougar moment, which, of course, we're all primed for after last year. Dan, yes, absolutely. I'll cut what I'm saying right now. Just, just, just ignore me. <laughs> you enthusiastically agree, but you just don't want me to hear it. What I know, what I really want, what I really want to do is be like, I want you to say your thing. I mean, to be like, and not only is it Cougar Town, but we also get a call back for High School Musical. <laughs> we we do. All right, uh, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Before we do that, we need to bring in this week's summer intern to summarize. Uh, Chris, you used to be our summarizer, but I heard that you got in a uh, horrible Versace accident. <laughs> ah, no, no, Donatella, no, no, not more dogs. Um, <laughs> a cat fight on the catwalk fell down and broke your summary bone. Yeah, well, you know, if she had designed heels worth a damn, I, I don't think I'd fallen. <laughs> I can't believe this. She thoroughly kicked your ass, and you're still picking a fight with her on a show she'll never listen to. That's guts, if I've ever heard it. Well, yeah, she'll never listen, different. and I'm I'm fucking petty. So, uh. <laughs> well, sadly, because you won't, you'll, you're still out of commission for summaries. Uh, we've had to go to one of our listeners. Who do we have summarizing for us today? Uh, today we have Sarah. Excellent, and uh, let's go ahead and listen to what Sarah had to say about the Beautiful Life episodes one and two, or as I like to call them, first and last. <laughs> <laughs> The Beautiful Life is a show about a whole bunch of models in various stages of their modeling career. It starts when Chris, who is very new to the modeling world, he's a farm boy from Iowa, he ends up in New York and gets discovered by a modeling agent and starts embarking on his modeling journey. The thing about him is that he keeps messing everything up. He has no idea what the modeling world is about, and so all the other models make fun of him. Then there's Reyna, who is a very up-and-coming model. She's a very good person and gets along really well with Chris, always is trying to help him. And then there's Sonia, who is the most famous and popular model. She has just come back to the modeling world from a long hiatus, and nobody knows why she was away. It turns out she was having a baby, so now she's doing her best to hide that from the paparazzi. And that is about it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah. Yay. So if you want to be one of our summary interns, we'll tell you ahead of time what we're watching or reading for the coming week, and you just give us a call, 509 is the area code, 588-1280, leave us a voicemail uh, describing in about one or two minutes the plot of the book or movie or TV show we just watched. Feel free to be as snarky or editorial as you need to be, feel free to not remember all of the names, and uh, feel free to make stuff up if you forget. So we'd, we'd love to hear anything. We'll pick each week one winning summary and have them appear on the podcast so if you would like to participate next week we're going to be watching the first two episodes of the vampire diaries also on the c-dub it's like c-dub wow. month for us. 
And so feel, feel free to go back, rewatch them if you need to, but call us up, summarize those two, those two episodes for us. We'd really appreciate it. Now let's break this down. Yeah, so, uh, you know, not only did we watch Cougar Town last week, but uh, Alex, you were just saying that there's a, uh, there's a real-life cougar moment in this show. You want to talk about that? There is. She's not – wasn't included in Sarah's excellent summary, but there is a what – is, what is her role? Is she a – She's like a – she's a talent agent. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So there's, yeah, there's this well-connected woman in the fashion world. One of her hobbies is having sex with children, and <laughs> so she, she attacks – the big-haired kid from High School Musical. Who's back? Oh, thank God he's finding work. It is great <laughs> to see him again. He, he went from big-haired basketball star to short-haired prostitute in this show, uh, but just uh, dropped into the role just like he'd been born to do it. So I, I love there's, – there's so many levels to that, actually, though, that I like because um, he was a – he plays a – like a child model, like a former child model. Yes. He's having a hard time finding work. Which is totally how his life is going to go. <laughs> that, um, typecast, you're saying? Yeah, which is, it's nice. That he's, it's nice that he understands where his life is going. And he's making money off of the idea of it before it, it hits him hard. The, the ironic thing is that he actually had to, or and by ironic I mean thoroughly expected. He did have to sleep with someone to get this role. <laughs> uh, and and the guy was much less attractive than this woman. It was Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> he had to sleep with Ashton with male model and partial responsible party in this show, Ashton Kutcher, who wow. I, I, it turns out was from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So hence the model from Iowa plotline. Is that actually true? Yeah, that is absolutely true. Oh man, I I have no reason to like Iowa right now. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I loved about that. Uh, about that relationship, the cougar relationship, is she gives him like $3,000, a career, a future, and he sleeps with her. And at one point, she's like, well, you know, he says, thank you. She goes, well, that's our relationship, tit for tat. But it seems like he's getting a lot of tit, and her tat really isn't that good. <laughs> I mean, he's cute, but like, so are people who don't demand $3,000 per lay. But he has touched Zac Efron. <laughs> He has that aura in his Yeah. Same way Zach Raffron apparently has touched you. He has he has touched him. Hey, you know, I it also it turns out everybody gets one Ashton, and I'm still not taking the uh, Coocher. Still not gonna do it. <laughs> Coocher. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, hold out for any other Ashton. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I will name a rock Ashton and take that. <laughs> and then bone it. I mean, is that what we do with our Zachs? <laughs> Hopefully. It was not a platonic Zach, I don't think. Oh, it's whatever you want. I thought is what it was. I mean, I don't. It was don't your Zach. I guess do with what you want. <laughs> yeah. well, Zach, anyway. My Zach. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna put you in a garage and rub you with a diaper every week, and that's it. <laughs> the the Wikipedia page about this show has one of my favorite de- lines ever, and we didn't even have to add it ourselves. Uh, which was The Beautiful Life is an American television drama series which ran on the CW from September 16th, 2009 to September 23rd, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even give it a charity of two weeks. They only gave it the eight days that it took to technically get both episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I saw on the Wikipedia site that uh, once again there is a special hell for the Irish and that this uh, episode's Three through eight will be showing in they, Ireland. They will be displayed in Ireland. <laughs> what did the Irish do? Oh, is this for giving us Bono? Is that why? 
<laughs> yeah, I think, I think they're still paying for that it's one. It's taken a long so. time, but we finally decided on our revenge and mailed it to them in the form of seven <laughs> DVDs. Yeah, and they're like, ooh, American TV, everybody watch. And then, <laughs> um, not only is this not the best show about models on TV, it's not even the best show about models on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let me toss some more things out there um, to, to add some more interest to the show since the, the you guys are apparently missing. Um, let me make three points. First, there's the pointy, sideburned character who, who is awesome. may or may not be dicking with Farm Boy at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> and because he can't act, you can never tell where he's coming from. <laughs> so you can't tell if you really did send him to that basement with that fake photographer or creepy photographer to get good pictures taken with motor oil in his hair or if he got sent down to that basement to get mugged you don't know the great thing about the the fashion industry right is that these people don't know what's going to happen either right <laughs> the, the photographer doesn't know if he's screwing out with the guy or not <laughs> perfect yeah perfect exactly all right two more points of intrigue in the second episode Rihanna's brother, the doughy-faced Alex, gets thrown into a car by thugs. Who call him yeah. Alexi, by the way. Who call him Alexi, disappears. We have no idea what he's about. We don't know anything about him. He showed up, he got thrown into a car by thugs. We know her dad is rich, but we don't know who he is. I'm guessing he's a mobster. He just got out of jail, right? Yeah. yeah. One of them has a dad in the mob. How is that not an intriguing moment in the show? Well, right. Okay, so the reason why it's not intriguing, and, and I'll just respond to that very briefly, is that nobody else notices and nobody else cares. So you're not left in peril because you've never met this guy before, you know, barely. He seems like kind of a dick, and he gets, like, accosted by mobsters. Sooner or later, his sister's going to figure out that he might be in danger and then worry about him. But there's no, like, nobody's going, oh, no. What do we do? It's just like, oh, well, that happened. We're at a party. So you just need and Keanu like, to be in the show, and then everything else is okay. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Point of intrigue number three, a hot model, used to be on top of the world, disappears for six months or five months to have a baby, because apparently when you're a model, you can gestate it faster than normal. <laughs> and she comes back two pounds heavier, which is not a huge difference. And although we haven't seen her topless, I'm assuming there's no C-section scar or something. Maybe she had the baby out laparoscopically. But she managed, because she's a model, to do the, have this baby. And apparently it's better for her that the world thinks she does coke than raises a child. Okay, but he, so so that th there's there's there are three solid, ambiguous plot lines. Besides besides just farm boy tries to make it in big city, blonde girl is nice to him, they kiss at second episode. Um, well, but there was all, and there's built-in tension with that because her manager doesn't want her having any relationships right now because she needs to get serious about her career. Yeah, who is the imposing six-foot-tall Elle McPherson? So, you know, I, it's this, a lot of feet. this seems like it has. I just, I don't see any good reason why this show is worse than the rest of the lineup of the C Dub. Three ambiguous storylines about characters I don't care about. It, I'm, there's no way I'm gonna watch this again, and it doesn't have the built-in, uh, you know, it doesn't have the built-in fan base. Of reviving an old show like Melrose Place, or um, turning, or, or you know, or vampires, which everyone loves. So that's that's why I think this is worse because it's it's just as stupid, and there's no one to watch it. <laughs> well, okay. So here's my stab at it. It failed because, like you said, it's not particularly compelling. Yes, the target audience wants to be 
popular. And yes, the target audience wants to see intrigue and cattiness. So it would seem like a show about models would work. Except absolutely everybody on this show is beautiful. So there's no there's nobody to take them from you know, where the audience is now to that beautiful life and kind of be that outsider besides the guy who's already, you know, looks like he's posed on the bag of an Abercrombie and Fitch. There's nothing to connect to. I I got an issue. I mean, maybe this is a big one. Okay, so I know I don't care about these characters, but it seems like, generally speaking, the characters don't really care about their own lives either, right? Like, with the exception of a fluffy hair guy from High School Musical who coincidentally wants to be in music. (laughs) He wants to make really generic-sounding, auto-tuned club music. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wants. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a dream. I guess what I'm saying is, no one seems to really, you know, no one has like any kind of like desire. You know, like they they want to be modeling and they're modeling, but like f and y, you know. Yeah, like, that's true. Right. So like, you know, I was guy, I was guys like, I don't want to be my dad. And I was like, well, you have better abs than your dad. It's not gonna happen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> What I like with, with Ashton Kutcher's involvement is I like to believe this is sort of like this is like him telling his story, like him speaking out on the abuse that he suffered as a model, <laughs> and finally he gets to face it. Look, everything I have, I got because I had sex with some guy, <laughs> and it's like he finally gets it. You know, he's like he's like pouring his heart out here, you know, and like people aren't getting it. You know, but this is like this is him, you know, like this is this is him bearing his soul, every yeah. all the terrible things he had to do. You know, he had to expose his own coke addiction to to hide his pregnancy uh, with his daughter. <laughs> he he slept on a floor. He got motor oil in his hair. You know, like <laughs> terrible things. He got busted for coke. Terrible things. Everything happened to him. Hang on, I want to talk about the busting for coke because there is an undercover cop coke bust scene yeah. in the first episode, which is awesome. So. <laughs> There's this one model. He's roommates with uh, the high school musical kid, and he's known as being like the house's pharmacy. He's got drugs up to there. You know, he's got so many drugs. He also has a very convenient supply of Band-Aids, Neosporin. <laughs> he's got a bunch of ace bandages in case you twist an ankle or something. He Fully reliable drugstore. Yeah, and overpriced uh, bulk candy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're at the party and people are hitting him up for coke and he's like, okay. And uh, then somebody comes up and is like, hey, I hear you're the pharmacy. And he's like, who's been telling you that? And she's like, everyone. <laughs> usually is code for, I don't know what I'm doing here. But somehow she got into this party and she looks beautiful and she blends in. And then she's a cop because there's model police in New York. <laughs> He spent two nights in jail, something like that, and his crisp white shirt is still crisp when he comes out of jail. It's because that's not where he was molested. (laughs) (laughs) The summary of this show suggested that it was about, like, innocent people learning about how cutthroat the model world really is. But so far, this has seemed like the friendliest modeling industry ever. Yeah. With the exception of one girl who had a baby and everybody else wants to give her phone away. Everyone else is pretty much, like, pretty good to each other. and Yeah, well, there's one creepy guy who wants to sleep with 17-year-old blonde girl. Yeah, who, um, even when he thinks she's... And, and he is portrayed as the exception to the rule that uh, models don't normally trade sex for anything. Well, you know, he's the perfect <laughs> example because there's that cougar lady, and she will let you sleep with her to, and then help you get ahead. But unlike it, but it's not a necessary thing. And even the creepy guy wanted to sleep with her, but she came up to him and was like, "Hey, I'll fuck you for a job." 
he he was never like you need to do this to get ahead. I mean, basically they present sleeping your way to the middle as a an option. It's always there as a fallback, but it's never required. <laughs> it's well, like Spanish too. It's an elective. <laughs> <laughs> What I like so much about this, actually, <laughs> is that it shows it doesn't like it shows that you know trading power for sex is something that guys and girls both do. Yeah, right? equal opportunity. I thought that was very fair, and I liked how in, in the first episode we get you know it's like two people who trade you know two trade like a guy and a girl who each uh, you know trade power for sex, a guy and a girl who are both good and innocent, a guy and a girl who are both evil, and a guy and a girl who are both you know used to be popular and are over the hill. It's like wow. <laughs> You got those those four archetypes. You just pick one, and you're good. It's actually Section 2B of Title IX that says uh, all TV shows that have men who will sleep with people for jobs also have to have women who will let you sleep with them for a job. Thank you, Title IX. <laughs> Very progressive. So, guys, as uh, I might have said, this basically is a shitty uh, dramatization of um, a much better reality TV show, America's Next Top Model. So, I want each of you guys to to pick your own superior reality TV show from which you can make a vastly inferior scripted <laughs> drama. Pick any uh, reality TV show. Also, I need you guys to, to, to also have one Disney actor as well. <laughs> Zach Efron. <laughs> Zach Efron. All of us are doing Zach Efron. <laughs> I think I've got it. Okay. So, you think you liked the Summer Olympics? Wait till you see a fake version of the Summer Olympics starring Miley Cyrus. Oh! <laughs> oh, there will be drama. There will be intrigue. Except, unlike the Olympics, none of the athletes will care whether or not they succeed at their games. <laughs> Watch as a person from the middle uh, who lived in the middle of the desert tries a swimming event for the first time and is naturally very good at it. Watch as the people who play water polo are actually really friendly to each other and help each other score goals. <laughs> it's the Olympics like you've never seen it before. Now with 50% more children. <laughs> That's the best I've got. You're not getting anything else from me tonight. I'm done. All right, let me, let me try one. Coming this fall on the Food Network. <laughs> The new version of Iron Chef, starring Zac Efron. <laughs> Mario Batali was just a skinny kid who liked dancing, when all of a sudden, <laughs> he picked up a knife, and a producer said, Hey, you should cook. <laughs> Blessed with inhuman skills, watch as, as Mario plunges into this new world of Kitchen Stadium, where he meets new friends, such as the chairman, and enemies such as Kat Cora, Kat Cora, of course, being being the, the the only woman who has recently had a food baby. <laughs> <laughs> Will Mario Batelli become fat and prosperous as the next Iron Chef? Or will he become like Bobby Flay? No! <laughs> I don't. Sarah likes Bobby Flay. I, I don't know. It's because um, whenever he he always does throwdown, where he just like he looks like he really hates to be on TV. He's just like <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm Bobby Flay. This is throwdown. I'm gonna go see if I can cook this guy's food better than he can. I hope I lose. 
<laughs> he would be perfect on this show then. He's the caterer for all these modeling events. <laughs> I don't care if I'm here or not tomorrow. Yeah, hey guys, eat the food or don't, whatever. <laughs> I'm Bobby Flay. Anyway, Chris, do you have anything good for us? Yes. I have next on Fox Family coming this <laughs> holiday season. It's Countdown International Superstar starring Zach Efron. <laughs> Zach Efron was taking a, a vacation with his father when the plane crashes and along with three other pairs of relatives, he must race to find the next pail of water in this desert. <laughs> Featuring lots of slow-mo and not a lot of water. <laughs> Watch Zac Efron be really dehydrated and suffer through delusion after delusion after mirage. <laughs> Will he make it to the pail of water in time? Will he find a passport and get back to Kurdistan into a friendly country? <laughs> I don't care, neither would you. And for some reason, here are a lot of scenes about him staring into some girl's eyes. <laughs> Fox family. Canceled. 15 minutes into the first episode. <laughs> I think mine was canceled five minutes in the first pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want yours to be called The Foodiful Life. Yes. The, the Foodiful Life is great. <laughs> the, a TFL. <laughs> Do we have lightning bonus round? Do people take notes? I mean, none of the things I have are that great. I have fuzzy caterpillars on her eyelashes. (laughs) Yeah, those were actually pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if Um, they sell them, but... Yeah, well, no, you have to have them done by a professional makeup artist. Professional caterpillar artist. Oh no, they're cocooning! They're cocooning! (laughs) (laughs) See, that would be an amateur mistake. That's why you hire professional, Chris. That's why you only hire union caterpillar wranglers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, is... This really makes Confessions of Shopaholic look um, pretty masterfully done in terms of the fashion work, which I would not thought I would ever say. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about The Notebook. I'm thinking about Twilight. I'm thinking about Confessions of Shopaholic. I'm thinking about The Lost Symbol. All were more riveting, exciting, and overall better than this. Uh, I think I would probably watch this over any one of those if we were to do another like two hours of something. Oh, really? I don't know, man. I would definitely take looking at the vampires uh, with Alice and her cute hair over spending any time with these vapid people. I mean, like, they're both soulless, but, um, man, I would have to say I'd rather hang out with vampires. I'll tell you, I, I laughed the same number of times uh, watching this show as I did Cougar Town. Zero? Zero times during both shows. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess you get an A for not effort on this show, right? Well, it wasn't a comedy, and it didn't make you laugh, so that's all right. Yeah, I, huge, huge props for that. Um, I guess the Notebook was a lot worse than this when, but, when I think about it more lucidly. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I'm always so angry after I watch them. This is a piece of cake. If this was our sh- if this was our show, was watching stuff of this caliber, I could go on forever. Wow, that's a terrible life. <laughs> it's a beautiful life. <laughs> no, I I do agree though. It's like sort of like. If someone you know screams in your ear for a long time and then talks normally, it sounds kind of quiet. <laughs> if it had been the other order, 
right? If this has been first, um, I might be able to muster some more outrage. <laughs> but it's like I had low expectations that were nearly met. And so that's basically <laughs> a <hint> for TV. <laughs> Well, I guess it's that time again. It's the other half of our comments, compliment sandwich. A comment sandwich would be much easier to do. Uh, <laughs> this is a show. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's raining. Yeah. Men. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Give me a Coke. Coke. Jinx. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I want to release you from your no speaking prison, Ez, just so long enough for you to give me a compliment. All right. Um, I think actually what this is produced as Ashton Kutcher's warning to the world as like a PSA. <laughs> there are a couple of things, right? It's like it's very it's like a cautionary tale, basically. Don't go to New York, New York, because you won't be able to see the stars. <laughs> but the view is still good. The view is still good, but you won't see stars. Don't go to uh, don't do coke because coke is so 80s. All right. <laughs> and uh, and finally, don't become a model because you'll be boring. And so it's you know really just. It really just deglamorizes the model life, saying like, you know, no, look, this isn't fun. Look, there's nothing fun about this. I was this boring for three years of my life. Uh, you know, stay away from this. Chris, what do you have? You know, for a show that only aired two episodes and clearly wasn't going places, they sure were able to uh, wrangle a lot of really legitimate fashion people and clothes and situations going on. And I was actually really impressed. They had Nina Garcia, who is whoring herself out for Marie Claire magazine right now. So that wasn't a stretch. But Zach Posen was a big get. And they had real Versace clothing. And they had, you know, other really expensive clothes probably on loan to them. And I just, I, I was I was impressed that they had that kind of connect. So way to go, CW's budget. <laughs> way to not spend that on acting. For my other compliment, it's something we talked about a little bit earlier, but... Um, apparently, now that I know that it's real, it's officially my favorite part of the show, and that is the model dorm that has uh, parties every single night. That is just the kind of building, the kind of dorm where everybody is partying every single night because no one has real 9-to-5 jobs. And I especially love that in a modeling agency where no one's allowed to drink. So by party, you just mean weird sex acts. (laughs) <laughs> apparently they're allowed to do coke apparently that's one of those things that you can do <laughs> alright guys uh, it has been a blast thank you so much for joining us thank you for sharing your intimate knowledge of the fashion world Chris oh absolutely yeah my pleasure and Ezra thank you so much for sharing the experience of listening to Chris talk about his experience with the model world. I'm so glad I got to hear his voice. Aww. It is a very comforting voice, and the voice that I often fall asleep to. Join us next week. We're talking about The Vampire Diaries, the first two episodes. Uh, it's not been canceled yet, so jump in there, dive in there while you still can, and be sure to remember to call us and summarize it for us. We'll be back at you next Wednesday. Peace! All right, you guys know the drill. Phone number, 509-588-1280. Website, read-weep.com. Email, podcasts at readweep.com. Thanks for your iTunes feedback also. 
catch you later.